September 4th, 2021, episode 91. It's Coffee House, brought to us by fourculture.com. I am the artist D, and with me, as always, is my partner screaming into the void with me, Anne Marie. <laughs> Hello, D. Good Hello. morning. Hi. Hi. I have coffee. Oh, I'm so proud of you. Put the Coffee House pod in the, the brew machine. With my hazelnut international delight. Fabulously Thank marketed you. with a beautiful cover. One day they'll sponsor. I've got the full sugar <sighs> version. It's all oh. I could get. Oh. Mm. That sounds like a lot of sugar. It really is. It's like all liquid lard. But you know what? It's delicious. I don't understand how all these places just like put a bag of sugar in everything anymore. Listen, I don't know. I've been craving candy corn. Something's wrong with me. You just need. You need a fix. You need the fix. Yeah, no, but like the whole bag? What the hell? The whole bag. <laughs> well, I, and I eat the whole bag or try to, and it gives me staggering migraines. Oh, I had a headache. Well, see, it's related. Oh, mm. I had a headache after. I didn't make the connection. It's... I had fresh candy corn. Like it was, apparently, I've always, I always buy the stale kind, uh, not mm. realizing what, the, I don't know. But, oh my God, it was delicious. There is fresh, fresh candy corn. Freshly made. Mm. Thank you. And it tasted different? Did it taste fresh? And... It just tasted, yeah. I, I don't know. I can't put it into words how it tasted, but it wasn't the stale shit that I usually find. That's fantastic. It was like, I guess, softer. Oh, well, I don't know. Yeah, I'd like that. I'd like, I like a nice soft candy corn <laughs> to go with my, <laughs> go with all you know. my other sugary intakes. I got some cookies as a gift this week and the amount of sugar must have been out of this world. Oh, like I couldn't get through one cookie. Wow, that that that's that's a big deal. That was sugar, yeah, and and it then it gave me the headache for the rest of the night. I'm sorry, but that <sighs> means you did something nice to get cookies. So good for yeah, you. Yeah, it's just I'm such a dumbass because for me, you know, when you get a headache, you just you need to take something. It it's not going away. I wish I would understand. Yeah, you gotta this. either slam your head yeah. against something or swallow some <laughs> exactly. some goods. I'm of that old school mentality that is long gone of you know just rest maybe it'll go away no it's not going away take something because you're going to find yourself at 2 a.m still with a headache and not having slept at all that sucks and you pay for it for the rest of the week <laughs> rest of the week because you lose, lose a little bit of sleep anymore and your entire you're week not is blown anymore. you're not 18 yeah. anymore you're living in a chaotic society that is being destroyed by a virus and assholism. And assholism. I am just so confused by the staggering, another staggering. That's the word of the day. Staggering. Cannot wrap my brain around the news sources. I mean, we all live in a little bit of an echo chamber, but it's kind of, it's everywhere. Like we, we've trusted sources all over the place reporting what seems to be the facts that hospitals are overrun. They're stacking bodies in refrigerated trucks again. Health yeah. professionals are weeping again. And they're it's, tired. It's a footnote. This is just like a footnote amongst our daily lives. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. We got used to this and I think it yeah. sucks. Very used to this. Yes. Yes. We, uh, how, I'm like, as a collective human 
people, we should at least have like a ticker tape by now of like the truth. Because it shouldn't be that hard to confirm that like hospitals are overwhelmed. Yeah, we're numb. <laughs> we're numb to all this shit. That's the problem. It's been a year and a half, two years now. We're completely numb. We're like, oh, okay. They'll never stop amazing me, though. The stupidity of humans. I mean, it's been pretty wild since day one, but it just keeps on getting better slash worse. Because you would have thought, you know, with all the total death and destruction and chaos, we'd be saying (laughs) something else instead of like, but is Macy's open? No, it doesn't matter. We're going out for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's funny, but it's not. I want to scream. Yeah. (laughs) Screaming into the void. That's what we do here. Because the comparison of deaths and cases today versus last year, very similar. We're kind of at the, we're back at the level, but now we're just living our lives. I, I heard someone say earlier, you know, last year we were holding our breath. Everybody stopped and waited, but now it's just full steam well, ahead. Was, I think it was more of the unknown last year too. We didn't know if it was airborne. We didn't know, like we didn't know anything. <laughs> now, Everyone had their own <laughs> speculations, and there was no toilet paper. Right. The stress of no toilet paper, just you know, oh my god, that and, ruins everything. And coffee creamer, no coffee, no chicken. I mean, we had a rough year. <laughs> so now at least we know it's a deadly virus, airborne, and we're like. Let's go to dinner. Yeah, but we got chicken and we, we got, got, chicken. We got toilet paper. We got toilet paper and coffee creamer. Well designed <laughs> coffee creamer. <laughs> Even though. Oh, it's real. It's, it's messed up. It's all messed up. I mean, gunshot victims have been left waiting in Oklahoma as horse dewormer overdoses have overwhelmed the hospitals. They're taking horse dewormer. Because they don't want to take the vaccine. Because, God forbid, we admit somebody was right. Is there a, a, a sound for blinking rapidly? Because I'm blinking uh, rapidly. I got a siren behind me, so it's appropriate. That's some more folks with the horse dewormers. <laughs> Shit. Oh, and, and, they're, they're taking, and the beeping, too. Yeah, you like that? Hardcore. Fabulous, yeah. Hardcore. Somebody was in they're, their way. They're taking mega doses that are appropriate for horses so we have some overdoses happening leave it to those people to think you know can't trust this stuff for humans but hey my horse surely my fucking two-ton horse (laughs) two-ton horse can handle this (laughs) i'm good i'm really fine dear god (laughs) it really is amazing Oh, my God. These are the people, though, that probably, you know, I mean, they're horse lovers, right? So they trust the horse. Uh, Did they also inject the bleach as well? Are they the same people? Probably. You can use horse shampoo for your hair, and it actually, it's a helpful product. So perhaps they also do that. We're not horses. We're not sheep. Like, why are we taking this stuff? They're like, I can use the mane and tail shampoo for myself. Why not the dewormer? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 
if the shampoo is safe, so is the dewormer. Oh, something no. the, with the word worm in it. You're taking something with the word worm. Oh, God. Oh, wow. I don't know what to say about it. I mean, it's just why? Who thought of this? Who said it was okay? Damn it. Damn it. Somebody, somebody out there said this is okay. Yeah, where did it come from? Where did these come on, people, ideas you know? come from? I can understand the bleach because cleaning with bleach, you think, hmm, you know, maybe if it does that good on the toilet, surely <laughs> my stomach will be fine. <laughs> but you got to inject it. Come on. Inject it. Yeah, not a lot of sense has been seen this week. We've seen a lot of there's just a pile of yeah, things. Yeah, it, it's it's bad, D. What do we do? That's a very good question. The empire has fallen. We are <sighs> so fallen. Dumb fucks. We're I mean, we have a problem <laughs> in this country. Dumb fucks. You know, we're all planning for the future here. Like, oh, I got to leave New York. It's too expensive. Mm-hmm. I, where am I going to go? Mm-hmm. At least in New York, I could deal with, uh, I could have a conversation and curse people out on my level. God damn it. Where am I going to go? Yes. Where else? I mean, you, you settle somewhere and your neighbor's deworming themselves. They're deworming themselves and, and using horse shampoo and wherever that. Oh, no, no, I can't. I can't. I saw a video of uh, someone on Twitter, a, a fine young man, I'm sure. <laughs> Jumping into a trampoline made of barbed wire. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't, uh, ladies and gentlemen, was not much of a bouncing experience. He did bounce once or twice. A little bit until his skin got caught on the barbed wire. That's a shame. a, A slight bounce. And then all of his friends gather around like, oh, oh, this is bad. This isn't good. They said, oh, this this happened last time. They tried it before. Oh, wow. There's a problem here, guys. I didn't know that. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, this isn't working. Why isn't this working? What's the goal? They want to be an Instagram influencer of barbed wire. Well, it went viral, so maybe that was the goal. I'm pretty sure that's the only goal. Republicans praying over college students heading into college without a mask <laughs> saying the the, <laughs> the the good boy prayer or whatever they were calling it. You know, I think for me, I'm at a point where it's like, what do you want me to do so we can get through this damn year? Mm. Wear a mask? Oh, okay. Okay. Fine. I've been vaccinated. Yeah, I'm annoyed I got to wear a mask because I took care of myself and my crew. But I'm going to do it because I got to do it. It's what I public health issue we're gonna do this why be a dick picture the retrospective of this of you know culture gone mad world in chaos my body my choice why was it why they ask and they say well it was over a piece of cloth just a mask we asked them to wear a mask (laughs) and the earth went bonkers yeah uh, yeah I forgot what the hell state it was. I'm going to say Florida just because why not? Might as well. Yeah. Uh, schools were demanding that you wear your masks and except if you had a medical exemption yes. and there was a chiropractor, a chiropractor. signing off yes. on hundreds <laughs> of individuals. Why? What is this? You're a chiropractor. 
And I, in my good-brained self, body, brain, whatever we want to call this, I read that headline. It said, you know, hundreds line up at chiropractor after he writes the, the mask exemption. And I read it and thought in my innocent good way of like, oh, they're lining up in protest for him doing that. No, they're lining up to get the exemption. To, to get the exemption. <laughs> yeah, my spine hurts. I can't wear the mask. To think, I mean, that, and that's, but that's where we are, especially here in the United States of, uh, it's, you get an order, a rule, a, a guideline even, and immediately you think, I have to get out of this. I mean, it's not like even thinking about, I don't want to do this or should I want to do this? You know, could I, com right. could I comply without an issue? Immediately we jump to, well, okay, now I've, I've got this mandate on me or guideline. I have to, I have to figure out how to get around it. I have to figure out how not to do this thing. And I think we would do that with anything, no matter how good it is. If it was pushed on us like that immediately, that is the American way. How do I get out of it? I, I don't know. I'm looking at Texas now with their abortion law. How do you get out of it? Mm. You're allowed to sue anybody you want. That, that's the motivation. You can make 10 grand, 10 grand for reporting anybody. Bounties on abortions. You know, so, but that, that kind of ruling is okay. Of course. But wearing the, the piece course. of paper over your face. Yeah. Uh, my brain hurts and, and the, I'm tired. And the GOP guy who said, who, called, who went on a news show and said, talking about the abortions, talking about women, and used the term host bodies. Host bodies. Host bodies. Handmaid's Tale for real. This like is we didn't, very, yeah. I've, you know. I've never seen oh that. Oh, my show, God. But I, I want to now because that's clearly, <laughs> it's, it's everything. It's, it's knowing what we know now, what's happening in our country. Watch it. You're going to say, oh, shit, this could happen. Host bodies. Host bodies. Okay. It's, it's basically, in summary, this mentality that they think, I assume that there's just so much structure in the universe, in the magical universe. There is like white man structure. Yeah, like, sure. like dying and going to heaven and you get a harp and suddenly you like to play the harp. It's like <laughs> that. that like, like the, it, It's just unfortunate. I've thought this several times this week. So unfortunate that there probably isn't any conscious cognitive structure at all, good or bad, to the afterlife. Because these people all of them that expect to enter into some kind of government body when they die, like arriving at the white house, basically like they're going to get, yeah. a, they're going to get a room and a harp and a, and a position and, and a pat on the head and wings and shit. It's just too bad that there isn't anything there probably that, that will tell them you were an idiot. It's because we're just we're returning maybe to there soup. Is. Maybe there yeah, is, and that would be delicious. Yes, absolutely. I'm good with that. <laughs> Damn it! I wish there was a way to find out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but and knowing, come back. I, yes. I'm not ready to go come yet, back, but yeah. you know, just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Report back, please. I mean, just knowing the cosmic soup as as it seems to be. I mean, they're only it's probably is that all we get is like a satisfaction of maybe like just a couple seconds. 
Most of these people just get that last couple seconds of consciousness to think, oh, shit. Well, you know, (laughs) everything you do is for that that Facebook like, you know, that like you were right. That that few moments of like, yes, you know what you're talking about. And I guess maybe it's like that. Yeah, I I knew what I was talking about. This is it. And then what? Yeah. And then what? Exactly. I mean, they can't face it because of all that. They can't face the fact that. You, a woman, owns a life inside of you, and therefore you could do whatever the frig you want with that life. In conjunction with your doctor. Sure. That's the beauty. There you go. None, yeah. B- abortion isn't necessarily for, for the sake of birth control. Like there's, there, there could be issues. There's, most people who get close to end of term and have to make that decision aren't doing it for shits and giggles. Yeah. Something happened, folks. Yeah. And, but, you know, be, your doctor's wishes for you don't mean shit and it's scary yeah i mean they they do act like people would just line up like like it's such a uh, senseless unconscious decision you know like to say okay i'm i've created a life what am i gonna do with that and i know some people you know might just kind of keep going abortion after abortion and whatnot but from what i can see and and hear it's a a real decision that women make. Yeah. I mean, it's a heavy decision. It's not just like, oh, yeah, another one. Uh, it, that's not the norm. And even Correct. if it was, that's what I know, believe. Sure. Whatever. Do what you, it's your th- you are. You cannot you cannot tell me that something I create myself that's going to like you know, hang off of me for 18 years at least. I'm okay uh, with you taking no. dewormer for horses. You know, that's great. Absolutely. Go ahead. Just, just don't so clog you need up to be my okay ER. With what I do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. We're the, in trouble, guys. We're, we're in trouble. The floods. The floods. The floods. Another gentleman jumping in to the flooded interstate waters of Atlanta <laughs> from the overpassed bridge. The brown water the filled brown with paramecians of water. doom. Cholera everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> and what are you doing? And the, and the the subtitle is like, hey, oh, Atlanta's going <laughs> off. Yeah. Yeah. So he's a, so your genitalia. <laughs> what the hell's happening? Goddamn. <laughs> Yes, you won't be saying that when the parasites are chewing on you. (laughs) But it makes a good video. (laughs) Did you have any more flooding this week? Because there was more flooding. We had, it was bad. Schools were supposed to open on Friday. They closed them. Oh. Rivers in the streets where you were this time? We Mm -hmm. had rivers on the parkways mm. and and mudslides oh. like if you have a wall holding up any type of land around your home it's gone my mother lost the wall in front of her house oh, wow little things people lost cars i have a friend who lost two cars that were parked outside her home they just got flooded they were totaled my husband's oh. office had no power for two days i mean it just it just mm. stupid shit and this wasn't even the hurricane this was right. it's just, just a the little, tropical storm version a bit of it all yeah Wow, I saw the train, subway. Our infrastructure's flooding. fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's okay. 
water pouring down the steps through the alleys it's all right we're you fine. know people need the trains to get home you know they couldn't even the buses were flooded what do you do shit mm. <laughs> <laughs> in new orleans they had that it was i just oh, heard God. about how they built the ring i didn't even hear about the the billion dollar ring around the outskirts of that area after katrina that they built and oh. apparently it, it's it worked it worked of course the well, people have been devastated anyway because you know a storm rampaged through so either way you're you've got way too much mud and water and wind damage and everything but apparently there's some sort of ring that went up for the years after katrina that the government paid for that nobody acknowledges because you can't really see the ring because it's gigantic and uh somebody said it was like death star like you know you're out on on the bayou and suddenly there's just this giant concrete monolithic structure so that did help but still i mean weather is weather it's not a bubble they're not being we're just protected. we're just beginning dude we're just beginning <laughs> just beginning yes we are on fire we are on flood <laughs> <laughs> and we're killing each and other we're killing each other with dewormer oh, and making 10 grand for reporting people who <laughs> might have driven someone to the doctor <laughs> this is what it's all turned into this is what has accumulated and equ- equated this is the equal equation uh, not those words don't work but this is what we're equating to the history of everything equating to this this is what happens when you do what you what everybody just did for the last 2000 years this is what happens i'm shaking my head <laughs> somebody back then said do you want Massive floods and fires and viruses. Because this is how you get massive floods, fires, and viruses. We're going to get bugs next. I don't like bugs. Locusts. I don't want them. I don't want them. Nope. No, thank you. I can agree with you there. I mean, just from my my brief stint outside of my desert bubble, I can't stand the (laughs) flies. So can't imagine any more bugs. They're coming. That's what's next, right? There's seven signs of the apocalypse. I guess. Surely we've got them all by now. Collect them all. <laughs> Win a prize. Like a happy meal. <laughs> Yay. Absolutely. What'd you get this week? Oh, flooding. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> oh, yay. I got coronavirus. Oh, the boy version or the girl version? That's great. Because, you know, the, the toys are gender specific. That's true. Which is a whole other show. <laughs> That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And to add insult to injury, a huge pile of unpacked raw chicken has ended up on an airport carousel. Is that amazing? Yes. That at one point was packaged. Packaged raw chicken. And they allowed it on the plane. Like, I mean, I guess, I don't know. What, why? What's going on? I, I had to throw away an apple. I was flying from Mexico to the United States. They made me throw away my apple. That I had packed um, away. Yeah. This guy had a fucking 12 chickens. Giant cube of <laughs> raw chicken thighs and wings stuck together. And that he's, that's okay. That you can take with you. <laughs> and they, they put it on the conveyor belt. It's on the conveyor belt. 
<laughs> Next to the luggage. That's fantastic. <laughs> and then the TSA puts it on their Instagram. Because oh, great. you know that's why they put it on the conveyor belt was so they could put it on their Instagram. You know what? I don't blame them. No. Because they they see everything and they're just like, you know what? Fuck it. We have to show everybody what happens. Chicken. Chicken. There you go, <laughs> folks. <laughs> Raw chicken just streaking. <laughs> everything i just picture you know when you're at the supermarket and it gets on a little bit of it gets on the the conveyor oh, belt yeah you're that's like, exactly hey. what's happening here but on the tsa conveyor belt but this was unwrapped this is just a, unwrapped yes everyone google this a block oh my of God. chicken there's a video of it of the chicken going round it's gonna be like eight to ten chickens just it's, it's a large pile I wonder if anybody claimed it. (laughs) Like, oh, shit, that's That's mine. That's where you're like watching and you're watching. You're waiting for your your cube of chicken wrapped. And then it passes by (laughs) you just as a pile. Of, do, of do you God. step up and claim it in public? Like, oh my God, this just is kinda, mine. No, you do that Homer Simpson thing where you just kind of back away slowly, whistling. Like, oh, in, into the shrub. Into the shrub. Nope, not my chicken. Hashtag not Still my chicken. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> so freaking gross. <laughs> That's another that's another show entirely. Things that make it through. Oh, absolutely. And the the amount of the, I I want we need to know where they go. Like where does all the things that the TSA collect go? I know there's a fact out there somewhere to tell us. There's a special museum. That's got to be. And the the weaponry, like the amount of pocket knives these people collect every day. My son, my was 4 years old at the time. Oh my god. 10 years after 9/11. Mm-hmm. Going through West Palm Beach Airport, he had a 12-inch screwdriver <laughs> in his backpack. He took it from Grandpa's house, Oops. you know, and he makes it right through. Oh, wow! They made me throw out my perfume. You've, you've given them perfume, apples, but your son's screwdriver. But my son's 12-inch screwdriver. Wow! That can go through someone's skull <laughs> twice. <laughs> twice. <laughs> Made it through. Amazing. Yeah, the like son that, of a bitch. The things that accidentally get through, too. That's a great one. There's so many. So many. <laughs> but the pocket knife. Human I, error. I have lost many a pocket knife to the TSA because you forget it's in there. What damage can they really do? I don't know. Well, after what, 20 years of this business, because we're right up on the anniversary of 9-11 speaking of so oh yeah yeah 20 years that crazy yeah and apparently they've they have dissuaded many things but (laughs) i don't know how many people with pocket knives with nefarious plans have been dissuaded we're all taking off our shoes because of one asshole Mm -hmm. trying to set his shoes on fire i don't understand how you can take things of lethal uh, explosive force into the um, carry, uh, not the carry on, but the the check in. You know, you check your bags. 
into the into the belly of the plane. Like you can take guns and ammunition. Mm. I believe you can take ammunition. You can take guns. Um, so like, isn't that a, a risk? Because couldn't that be like initiated from like afar, like a remote control ordeal there? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Or, or is it deemed safe because it's packed yeah. away? Yeah, I just think it's kind of kind of weird i mean it's all kind of weird and i think we know it's all a show at the end of the day all these precautions the shoe thing especially the shoe thing it's all a show and i get felt up terribly every time i have to fly oh god damn it and terribly too <laughs> it's not a good time you know it's not a good time i don't think i've yet been felt up i don't think so I've been I've been taken aside to be paddle scanned, but I don't think. Yeah, I've, I get that. Yeah. You, you go through like this heat scanner and apparently mm-hmm. like, you know, I have like one knee that's like inflamed and it sets shit off. And I'm like, yep, that's a bomb. Come on and get me <laughs> or something with my boobs. I'm like, you know, enough. <laughs> Explosive knockers. <laughs> Coming to a theater near you. Uh, I'm tired. It's always like four in the morning. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> Enough. Well, speaking of the, the porn movies that could be made from the TSA's pat downs, we do have some good news today. <laughs> some good news. Finally, on the coffee finally house. parents have been ordered. The parents of a man have been ordered to pay thirty thousand four hundred and forty one dollars for getting rid of son's porn stash. <laughs> this is out of Grand Haven, Michigan. Of course, a judge has ordered a Western Michigan couple to pay the $30,441 to their son for getting rid of his pornography collection. It was that good. It was that good. Took eight weeks for this case to get through. But David Working, age 43, sued his parents after they threw out his porn collection. So he's living at home. He's living at home, 43 years old. Collecting porn. That's what he's been doing all these years in the basement. And now he's made 30 grand. All right, dude. His dad had said in an email, frankly, David, I did you a big favor getting rid of all this stuff. I wonder how he (laughs) feels about that now. (laughs) Maybe we'll find you a real girl now. Now he could. Uh-uh. Now David could buy a real girl. I mean, the real girl, like the ones you know that are made in Japan, out of yeah, they look yeah. they look really good. Yes, trademark real girl. Yes, you could like pick out characteristics and stuff. Apparently, yes, because they also were ordered to pay fourteen thousand five hundred dollars in attorneys' fees. Uh, so imagine getting that's this covered. Case. I know. So that's covered. So David walks away with thirty thousand dollars. He can get some good. New toys with that. Yeah. We have to follow up with him. Like, what are you doing with this money? What's mm-hmm. going on? And do you still live at home? Do you, are you going to go to Thanksgiving dinner? What's going to happen? Well, this was how he discovered it was he had moved finally <laughs> to Indiana. <laughs> to Indiana. <laughs> and that was when he learned that his possessions were missing. So he was, he was moving. And I guess he's, he gets to Indiana immediately and is like, Where's the porn? It's like, finally, I get to watch my stuff alone. Yes, I can turn up the volume. Finally. And then, oh, my God. And then what did he do? Did he email dad? (laughs) Have you seen my porn, dad? Which is when dad 
emails That's back. That's an uncomfortable conversation. Yeah, where where is that? I mean, maybe it wasn't so uncomfortable for David. Was it truly deleted, or did Dad take it? Is Dad enjoying the collection? Oh, that's a good question. It doesn't really tell us. Um, it does say that it was a collection of films, <laughs> magazines, and other items. So Probably VHS tapes, yeah. whatever the hell he... Oh, my oh God. God. <laughs> T- taped HBO static from 1994. <laughs> the Playboy channel, like you would get like, you know, a boob visible in the static. Oh, look, there it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so who knows i mean it does sound like a lot of tangible things so people are messed up people are so there you go people right. parents parents everywhere do not throw away your child's porn collection you could find yourself in court and they're gonna write about you and everyone's gonna know your name and know what happened oh my god oh my god <laughs> oh and then we go to china Yes, because shit's fucked up everywhere. <laughs> the Chinese Communist Party has banned sissy men to save revolutionary culture. Yes, that will do it. They are what what they're calling in quotes sissy men. They're banning them from television to serve the people of China with revolutionary culture. Also, quote. The change to eliminate this was by, of course, the president. He is leading a government campaign to tighten control over society at large in China and reinforce official views of morality. You know, there was a time when we'd say, oh, China's really messed up. But I can't say they're messed up anymore. We got this shit happening here. Yeah. I mean, the GOP is taking notes. It's really messed What's up. This about sissy culture. We got to get rid of that. Good idea. They restricted. They restricted video games for kids last week. I think kids are are banned from video games except for weekends. They're allowed to play an hour a day, so they're being watched. Wow. Just imagine, imagine that. Like having your free time managed, monitored, monitored and managed. <laughs> yes. But would they be allowed to have a porn collection? It's got to be one of the like under the bed things. I mean, that's they. They. I bet they have a lot of um, physical, tangible porn, like not digital, but they must still have a lot of magazines in China. All to, regulated to hide, course. you know, <laughs> hiding under the True bed. True, Fred, by the government, we're going to prove what you could see. Yes. yes, the requirement came as the party's concerns that its pop stars will adopt what is described as the more effeminate trends of South Korean and Japanese singers and actors. So they're afraid that the Korean and the Japanese K-pop stuff is going to catch on. You mean just people having a good time? You mean joy? Yeah, joy. People are going to experience joy. (laughs) Happiness and, and, and a peaceful, you know, effeminate quality. Instead of some masculine, I don't know, but define bullshit. that. I mean, really? I mean, how do you? What the hell? Effeminate men. They, it's all men hate women. It's clearly a global problem. That's the you're, that you just solved everything right women. there. Men hate women. We are a threat, and men are afraid. Yes, afraid of women. God. And if they let them go, if you let, you let a woman go and do the things that they want to do, soon they'll rule the world, and holy shit. You no, know, it shows that you're weak because you couldn't control your woman. 
<sighs> you know, if you can control your woman, you're a man. You're you are you are the epitome of man. The strength that you have. Oh my god. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. Yes. Party fears such radical shift would emasculate Chinese young men. Okay. <laughs> Give everybody plaid shirts yeah. and axes. Yes, and grow beards. Government regulators said that broadcasters are required to, quote, resolutely put an end to sissy men and other abnormal aesthetics. Abnormal wow. aesthetics. Wow. Okay. Go straight to hell. Wow. It it's gonna it's happening here too. It's it's happening. It is. Somebody said last week on a another podcast about, you know, it's just going to come back right back to attacking gay culture. I mean, right now they're working on the transgender culture yeah. and stuffing that away, but they're going to come back to us eventually. And and the person that was ta- talking to, they said, no, no, it's not going to happen. I'm like, oh, my it's, God, it's have you not been happen. watching anything ever? It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Everything is being analyzed, reanalyzed and Reanalyzed, picked apart, shook down to the core that even Grimace is not safe. Friggin' Grimace. Grimace, the McDonald's mascot, the purple thing. I'm bothered by this. We we have discovered something this week, ladies and gentlemen, and we are shooketh. (laughs) (laughs) I was. The manager of a McDonald's franchise in Canada has revealed the story behind Grimace, the purple pal of longtime mascot Ronald McDonald. Right. No one knew what Grimace was. It was the purple thing that was always there. No, but now thanks to Brian Bates, who works at the chain for 10 years, he just casually dropped it into an interview over the weekend saying he is an enormous taste bud. Yeah, thanks, Brian. But a taste bud nonetheless. I don't like that. No. And his name is Grimace. Grimace. Taste buds, Grimace. Why? So is he not going to like McDonald's? Is that the idea? Or well, he's... history of Grimace indicates he was a uh, a bad guy. Oh. So maybe that, that <laughs> does make more sense than we realize, because he ha- he's now a good guy. Everybody loves Grimace. But if he was a bad guy, Grimacing Grimace and taste buds could have something to do they posted i a think picture. that's dumb I, <laughs> that's dumb, <laughs> that's dumb. <laughs> you got all these characters at mcdonald's right you got the fry guys you got mm-hmm. you know mayor mccheese everyone's like you know happy food related yay mcdonald's and you got friggin yep. taste bud what is that taste bud they should have just named him bud oh buddy buddy then it would have been still we wouldn't have known but we would have found out i don't like that Grimace is just a, a happy blob, and maybe he's just better off being... No, no. It, it, yeah. Thanks, Brian. Ruin everything. <laughs> now everything we up. know, now we know <laughs> that it's he all... He was converted. All down the tubes. Everything is completely... Now I'm thinking about the other icons from other fast food places. Mm. Is everyone safe? Well, I mean, we know that Wendy turned into a real bitch. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> She's fierce on Twitter. Wendy is on fire. 
I have to see. I got to pay attention. <laughs> she, she is, she is brutal. Wendy's mascot, Wendy, is brutal on Twitter. <laughs> she calls out everybody. That's kind of cool. She's vicious, yes. Yeah. I have to go follow all the fast food <laughs> go, joints. Go follow Wendy at least. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we all know they've got something. They all got something going on. God. <sighs> But we've got a new segment for for our, our the fall version of Coffee House as we hey! head into the fall and the, the leaves start turning and, and you start decorating for Christmas and I start decorating for Halloween. <laughs> we are introducing the incredibly deep philosophical question of the week. Oh, we need music for this. We do. All right. Insert creative music here. Today's question is inspired by Paul Rudd's recent podcast, Smart, Funny, Tortured. He interviewed Jonathan Capehart, who asks this following question to all of his guests. And I thought it was interesting mm. for us. Okay. What would you tell your 13-year-old self? God. 13-year-old me was... 13-year-old Anne-Marie. I don't know. What was I? That's That's a... I guess don't be afraid to be me because I knew that 13 mm. that I was a friggin' weirdo. That's good. Yep. That seems to be why it's 13 because that's like when people know. Do I conform to, you know, what people are expecting of me to be more popular? Were you wearing all black yet? I was in full Duran Duran mode. So, yes, the black was Very there. Very good. Very good. Except I had like the Rio album cover thing going on the front, mm. you know, the, the, the hair thing was starting to, to get crazy. So just yeah, fashion be became a you. thing. Be you. Yeah. Be you. And I think I, I think I stuck with that. But I think at that time I could have used the extra reminder. The guidance. You know, like, hey, back in. by the way, you're you. Thanks. And just stay that way. <laughs> There's so many like other questions that this brings to mind. Because like imagine if this could be possible. Like, so do you get I want to know like the method of delivery of this message. Like, yeah, because revisiting 13-year-old yeah. you would be really messed up. Because, I mean, if you showed up, if you, you right now, in all black and fabulousness, showed up to to you back then in the flesh, I mean, 13-year-old you would be like, oh, Jesus. I would have to <laughs> let this not pretend to not be me. I would just have to be that adult that ah, knew something, yes. that cool adult uh -huh. who was, you know... I'm cool. You should listen to what I have to say. There you go. So it would be like an epic long two hour movie worth of you trying to get yourself in front of yourself. I mean, I was I, I was I had a job. I was running. I was running a lotto machine illegally at 13, <gasps> at 13 Ooh. because I was developed and I looked 18. Fabulous. Thank you very much. See? I would have bought lotto tickets. And started talking to myself there. <laughs> then that would have been a good end, and, and you probably would have thought you were cool. See? Yeah, absolutely. Too bad adult me doesn't have the money to play lotto. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> That'd Shit. be part of the movie. You, you, adult you would have to get a job. You'd have to raise money. By the way, you ain't going to make money that. later, but yeah. enjoy it now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and and how my about, you know my question would have been how long do I get to talk to thirteen year old me? Oh, like, like am, am I popping in for a quick consult or is this like a sit down? And What's gonna, the attention yeah, span of a thirteen? year old We're gonna go over a few. Well, if it was me, we were gonna go over a few things. <laughs> and, 
So you would you would let yourself know, hey, I'm you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't mess around. I'd be like, this is me. Aren't you impressed? <laughs> <laughs> Don't we look good? <laughs> oh, we look good. <laughs> we look aren't, good. Aren't we fabulous? Yes. And then I, I and, and 13 year old me would be just as, you know, patient to want to go through all the things because I would have wanted to know. I would have been very impressed. Yeah, I think 13 year old you would have been, you know, educated and comfortable mm. with themselves to ask these questions. Yes. Yeah. Which was what the uh, they pointed out in, in that podcast was that a lot of people assume that like 13 year old them was awkward or not certain but some of us you know we we knew who we were we absolutely knew and we were fine with it it was just we had no idea how that worked with the shit we had to get into right so that's pretty much what i would tell myself is you are absolutely 100 percent correct which would have pleased me quite a bit and you're on the right path (laughs) and, and you're not doing the wrong thing at all uh, and and you are you know correct that everyone around you is ridiculous. These humans are out of their mind. Wait, but wait, geez, until, wait until twenty twenty one, dude. These people are out of their mind. Go ahead. You're telling yourself that you're on the right path. Right. Now, get, 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 gaining this information at thirteen, mm. it's going to change the path, don't you think? Well, that and that's another point is that usually you think about you know jumping back in time and like telling you yourself something to change things drastically i think that's most people like they want to change things drastically i when i thought about this i thought about how could i convey something without changing things too much and i think telling right. me that it wouldn't because i already knew i was right 13 year old me said I, I know everything and i am right so i would only be confirming that and then I would just say to just stay on, you know, the course, just keep doing what you're doing. But the only advice that I'd give myself to make sure that I didn't change things too much would be, um, you know, just you're going to have to network, although that wasn't a word back then, really. (laughs) Network and befriend people that you might not particularly want to. Yeah. But it's going to be extremely important to have these connections to boring and stupid people so that you can better get your word out, get your message out. That's later. solid advice for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the point of these questions is this is what we would like to tell everybody anyway. Um, and I'd also tell myself, you know, you just get, unfortunately you're going to have to do this. It's a little teensy tiny bit more sober. It's a little more sober. Well, there you go. Uh, but just a little bit. So, yeah, just you need to network and you need a little bit more control over the things you create. That's all I can tell you. Keep being fabulous. Sounds so easy. As I get back into my traveling phone booth. Would you do a phone booth? You got to do a spaceship. Come on, something. Are you going to wheel along? Deal with his wheels and his suitcase body (laughs) and magical tail. Whoa, we are a tail, dude. <laughs> yes, in 2021, we have tails. <laughs> and wheels. And wheels. That's, Easy. That's our advice for you today. I think it's great advice. I like that. It is. So on that note. Hate life grand. Hate life grand. <laughs>
It is. It is. And it's all we've it's, got. It's special. And all we got. So get another cup of coffee and. I'm going to do that. Plug in your tail. I'll do that too. Pet the cat. Pet the cat. Who's looking at me like she, like she's got that look of like something smells funny and she's looking mm. right at me. Mm. It's not me. <laughs> Go follow Magnolia and Toby the Corgi on Instagram. Yeah, it's important stuff. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) I enjoy it, okay? All right. We all enjoy it. Absolutely. So until next time, enjoy. Enjoy all of that. Happy September. Happy September. Yes. All the September songs. Play them this month. Merry Christmas. And a happy Halloween. It's here. Thank Christ. You've been listening to Coffee House. For more, be sure to follow us on Spotify, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also subscribe on iTunes. Coffee House is brought to us by ForCulture.com. Hashtag art is important.